Hello. We are excited that you have decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku under the Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street, Bergaw, North Carolina, 28425, every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to give a donation, you can go to our website and click the donation button at www.mtdm.org. Supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We have warring angels. They war on your behalf, but they're on vacation, y'all. They're sitting still. They're unemployed. They can't do anything because the word of God is not going forth. Come on, Daniel knew about the angels. Come on, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they knew about the angels. Let's talk about somebody else that knew. When you go to 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, y'all, it's all over the word of God. 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, verse 14 through 17. Y'all know what was happening with Elijah? He was giving the battle plans to the king of Israel. The king of Israel was, uh, the king of Syria was mad because the king of Israel knew his battle plans. So he's going to Dothan to go over there and get Elijah because they figured it out. They said it's Elijah. So they went over there to attack Elijah. So the servant of Elijah got up and when he got up, he saw all those armies of, um, the host of armies around them coming from the king of Syria. So he was afraid. So he went to Elijah, and this is what Elijah told him. Verse 14, therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there, and they came by night and surrounded the city. And when he, when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, at last, master, what shall we do? So he answered, do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. The servant couldn't see what Elijah could see. So Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes and that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. Check this all around Elijah. All around Elijah. The servant got protection because of Elijah. Because you are with me, you are protected. Because I know my God always protects me. See, Elijah knew about the angels. He knew that the angels was there to protect him. And as long as you're speaking according to the word of God, the angels are coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming to help you. Now, this is where I think we get it mixed up at. Everybody say, everybody have guardian angels, right? You have guardian angels as they're sent to you. You have them as they're sent to you. Why am I saying that? If you're not speaking the word of God, they're out there for you. 
But they can't do nothing on your behalf unless you are speaking the word of God. They come when the word is being spoken. They're not coming if the word is not being spoken. Because God said they only hearken unto my voice. So then it's not going to sit there without the, every time you speak the word, boom, they're right there. They're right on the scene. But if you're not speaking according to the word of God, the angels don't have no right to be there. They come when the word is spoken. Remember Jesus. Jesus said, don't you know I can call on a legion of angels? The angels was ready for Jesus. But Jesus had to call them. Catch it. Don't you know I can call on a legion of angels? He said, I can call on them, meaning that when I call them, they're going to come to my rescue. When I call on the Lord, I know he'll come. Y'all sing it like you know it. Y'all act like he ain't coming. When you get in a situation, you, you're really calling. And you're hoping he'll come. Not knowing that he said he'll never leave you, nor shall he forsake you. See, I know them tricks. I know the trick of the trade. See, sometimes we just kind of not loud. But when we get in trouble, we act like God is deaf. We do. We be hollering and screaming and snarling. Help me, Jesus. Where you at? Where you at, Jesus? When nothing ain't going on. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you're so good. Lord, I just got to say thank you. Just got to praise you just a little bit. But let you get in trouble. Hallelujah! Woo, Jesus! But see... When you're just loud all the time in your house. You're just loud because I'm just like that all the time in my house. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, you're so good. Oh, yes, you're good. Just me and you. And I know he ain't deaf. I just got to get it out. (laughs) But this is what I'm saying. The angels are there to serve us. But they don't serve you if you're not speaking the word. And some of y'all probably was looking at me crazy when I was saying your angels are ready to help you. But if you don't speak the word of God, they can't come to you. They can't be sent to you. God send his angels. Can I ask y'all a question? Why would an angel walk around all day with you and you speaking trash? So you got some guardian angels, huh? And they're going to walk around with you while you're cursing, cutting the food. So they're going to be right there walking around. No, they ain't coming around that foolishness. Why would God's angels want to be around your foolishness? But when you're lifting up the name of Jesus, when you're singing about his goodness and his mercy and his loving kindness, they're going to be around you. They're going to be where they need to be. And God will open our eyes and he will show us angels. But if I never see an angel, that does not mean when I call on that angel according to the word of God, that angel's not going to be there. So you got to know what the word of God is saying in order for your angels to come. And see, we need to quit. 
You got to bind and you got to loose. The word of God said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. You got to do it first. That means if something is going on in your life, if you have fear in your life, you say, uh-uh, I bind that spirit of fear that's coming against me in the name of that angels right there. That angels right there in spiritual warfare. I bind that spirit of fear. I command, go in the name of Jesus. And then you loose, for God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. And immediately the angels are at work with your binding and with your loosening. Come on, there was Gabriel and there was Michael. Each of them, each one of them had a job. Michael was the warring angel. Gabriel was the messenger. But they were working together to get what Daniel was praying about. God sends his messengers on your behalf. So we have to be so careful with the words that come out of our mouths. We have to realize that the angels are sent according to the voice of God. Don't take stuff back. Keep speaking it no matter how you feel. Speak according to his word. Then we look at another one. When you pray, God sends his angels. We know that Daniel was praying. What did God do? He sent the angel. Let's look at Acts 12. Y'all know about Acts 12 when Peter um, was locked up in prison and he had four quarantine of um, soldiers around him. And Peter had the nerve. He went to sleep. But they said when Peter went to sleep, he had people praying on his behalf. So as he had those people praying on his behalf, guess what? An angel showed up, unlocked the door. Now, he's surrounded by all of these soldiers, surrounded. But the angel came in and let Peter out. Peter at first was amazed as he was getting out of there. But then he went to the house of the people that was praying for him and they thought they saw a ghost. But they were speaking the word of God and the angel was acting according to the prayer. So when you're speaking a prayer on somebody's behalf, when you're praying on somebody's behalf, the angels are at work. The angels are heeding to the voice of God. They're carrying out his commands. They're carrying out his desires. They're carrying out his pleasures, his desires, his pleasure, not yours. So when you're putting you in the picture, them angels, it ain't work. Oh, you know how I feel. They hate me. They don't like me. What's wrong with me? Ain't no angel at work for you. I'm always by myself. Nobody like me. I'm always rejected. They always talk about me when I come in the room. Why do they always talk about me, God? Ain't no angels at work on your behalf. <laughs> angels don't work with that. They work according to the word of God. They work when you say, I'm accepted. I'm adopted. I'm accepted in the beloved. I have been adopted. I have been chosen by God. I am forgiven. I am redeemed. I am reconciled. Come on. I am the healed of the Lord. I am prosperous. Everything my hands touch is blessed. The favor of the Lord surrounds me like a shield. I have favor with God. I have favor with man. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I'm blessed in the city I'm blessed in the field I'm blessed in the fruit of my womb my family is blessed come on somebody as you speak in the word of God those angels are at work 
He sent his word and he has healed me. He has delivered me from that sickness, from that disease, from that toma, from that growth. He has delivered me from arthritis. He has delivered me from migraines. He has delivered me from allergies. When I go out, when I come in, allergies cannot touch me. Why? Because God got his angels surrounded around me because God said no evil shall befall me neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling for he has given his angels charge over me to keep me to guard me in all of my ways my steps are ordered of the Lord because you said a good man's steps are ordered of the Lord when you speak like that come on them angels are doing just what the word of God said they need to do. But when you go out and say, uh-oh, it's allergy season. Uh-oh, it's, you just giving allergies right. You giving flu right. You giving everything right. And they coming at you. Uh-oh, you better do this. This going to happen. You better do that. That's going to happen. Oh, Lord. You cannot speak contrary to the word of God. You got to speak according to what the word of God is saying. And I'm going to tell you, give you this testimony. I told y'all a long time ago when I did a teaching on the angels. I used to stay up late at night and my daughter was real little then. And I would stay up and I would read the word, meditate on the word, one, two, three o'clock in the morning. So the Lord told me as I was sitting there in the word... He told me, he said, your angels are right there with you. I didn't understand angels the way I understand them now. But he said, your angel is right there behind you. So I said, okay, God. So I guess God was saying, okay, she don't believe what I'm saying. Because now remember, I'm in the word, I'm speaking the word. So the Lord said, ask your daughter where that angel is. So I looked at Ariel. I said, Ariel, is someone behind me? I didn't say behind me. I said, Ariel, what did you see? She said, behind you. I said, oh, Lord. (laughs) So the Lord was showing me, as long as you speak in my word, as long as you're doing what my words say do, you got some protection. So then it was another time in this church. Harold was in here all the time, and Harold said he was hearing all kind of stuff. Anyway... (laughs) My daughter, I said, you know what, Harold? I'm going to ask my daughter when she come in here. Now, he told me where it was. It was over there on your side, Willie. Don't run. Stay there, Willie. (laughs) It was over there on that side. So when I got her in from school, I brought her in through this door. And I said, Ariel, do you see anything in this church? She said, yeah. I said, where is it at? She said, over there. Harold said, I told you. Harold would spend time in here praying. He would spend time praying. He would spend time quoting scripture. You doing all that, them angels going to be in here with you. And we get scared because these things happen. We get scared because they happen. Now, go with me to Psalms 91 for a minute. Psalms 91 says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, El Elyon, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. 
I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God in him I will trust. If you don't get the first two, you ain't getting the rest. The first two says, he who dwells. Dwell means I'm going to remain there. No matter what comes on, goes on, I'm going to remain in the secret place. A secret place is a place where nobody can find you. My secret place is up under the shadow of his wing of the most high. And it says, shall abide. You dwell, you abide, you remain. Then you say. When we say, do we believe it? I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge, my fortress, my God in him I will trust. Then it says, surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. The rest you can read. But these are angels at work. Because when you're abiding in him, and his word is abiding in you, and you're speaking his word, God have his angels around you. God have those angels around you to keep you, to watch over his word, to perform it. They're going to hasten his word to perform it, because as soon as God speaks something, they own it. Because God created them that way. He created them to honor him, to worship him, and to serve him. So they're going to be wherever God wants them to be when his word is spoken. So we need to make sure that when we speak the word of God, we know that the angels are hearkening and obeying the voice of God. And then we shouldn't have no worries. Because we know we spoke according to the word of God. Psalms 91 is a Psalms that Sister Denise would speak all the time. But when you don't understand how angels work, and that angel show up because you speaking it, and you believing in your heart, you're going to run from that joker, as Willie say. You call him a joker. But it's an angel. No joker, Willie, an angel. So one day, Sister Denise is in prayer, and she's calling on this, quoting Psalms 91. How many times you quoted Sister Denise? Uh-huh. See? Why she was clean. And the Lord said, I'm going to help you out. You needed some help, so he sent you an angel. He didn't want it. So Sister Niece called me, just scared. Pasa! Pasa! <laughs> she saw this big angel, right? And she was running from the angel. I said, Sister Niece, that's the angel of the Lord. You speaking Psalms 91. Why are you running from the angel? I said, go on back in that house. But Brother Willie, he called me. He wasn't home. Boss, I knew what he wanted. My wife called you. Yeah. You think I need to go home? (laughs) Yes. When you're not familiar with angels, you will run from those angels. But those angels are sent to protect you. Those angels are sent to serve you according to God. They're servants unto those that inherit salvation, believers. 
So we want to make sure that we're speaking what God would have us to speak and doing what God would have us to do. God don't want his angels on vacation. He does not want his angels unemployed. He want his saints. He want his believers. He want us to speak his word and know that the angels are carrying out his word. Do not take back that word. Just because you think it's not working, that does not mean that the word of God is not working. Once you plant that seed, leave it planted so it can bring forth what it needs to bring forth. Do you not know the angels of the Lord when you speak a word, when you needing some money and you need it quick, fast, in a hurry? I'm a living witness, y'all. I remember days in the ministry that it was no money in the ministry. It was no money in our bank account. And my husband just started being the administrator and he come in there and he said, ain't no money in the ministry to pay these bills and ain't no money in our account. I said, uh-huh. I went back to study and I said, God, you told me, you chose me. I didn't choose this. God, you told me that you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You know it's no money in the ministry. You know it's no money in our account. That ain't my problem. But I know what your word said. You said you will supply. You said I have abundance and no lack. Now I'm going back into the word and do what you called me to do. I ain't got time to worry about it. It wasn't the same day. A lady called my husband and told him, I need for you to come to the office. When he got to the office... She didn't only have one check, she had two checks. She had one for the ministry and she had one for us. My angel went right in there and touched somebody's heart and said, you need to give them this money this day. Give you another testimony with angels. See, I have to put my angels to work. Because I know what I don't have, but I know my father owned cattle on a thousand hills. And I know that he's not going to have me in lack because he's not going to be made ashamed of. Being unto me according to his word. So I'm sitting in the house again and I'm telling the Lord, I'm saying, Lord, we need this right here. And this is what your word said. You said you are our shepherd and we shall not want. We shall not lack. Each time we had a need, I will call it out. Tell the Lord, thank you. Go about my business. And there go the need already met. Why? Because that angel went out and touched somebody else's heart. And they gave us what we needed. Isn't God good? Only thing I'm doing is using the resources I have. And then people get mad at you. Because they see what's coming into your house. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at God. Because I'm only doing what his word is telling me to do. If his word is telling me. I'm going to give you this one. Go with me to Hebrews. Hebrews. 1.14. All the angels are spirits who serve God, ministering spirits, and are sent to help serve those who will receive inherit salvation. Y'all hear that? God sent them angels to serve me. Why? Because I was speaking his word. And when you speak and you declare the word of God. But understand this. When you spend time with God. And God put a word on your heart. For out of the abundance of your heart, 
your mouth will speak. So don't just put anything in your heart. Because whatever you put in your heart is what is going to come out of your mouth. And don't say, I didn't mean to say that. Yes, you did. It was in there for a while. You cannot keep saying the same thing over and over again and say you didn't mean to say it. Come on, just confess your mess. I did mean to say what I said. But I shouldn't have said what I said. Get rid of the nastiness that you have planted in your heart. The ground is your heart where the seed, the word of God goes. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth shall speak. So I have to be careful what I plant in my heart. I plant it by the words that I speak. When I begin to speak negative to, negative, wor- negative words, it's going to go in my heart if I don't catch it. So if I leave them negative words there without uprooting them, they're going to come at somebody. Because they've been planted there through what's been coming out of my mouth. Your words create images as well. So we want to make sure that we don't put nothing in our heart that's going to come out of our mouth and change our atmosphere that's contrary to the word of God. So each time when God puts something in my heart or give me a word coming from my heart, I begin to speak what God is saying. And I begin to thank God for what he's already said. This is how our daughter got through a four-year college and don't owe no loan to nobody. This is how she got through a four-year college and got scholarships where she didn't even play basketball. She did, Come on, somebody. I spoke the what God told me to speak. I said, we'll owe no man nothing but to love him. Everything God said, that's what I did. Then God... Then the Lord told me after she got all the scholarships, he said, "Uh uh-uh, she got another scholarship coming. So I began to speak what God said. I said, Ariel, you got another scholarship coming. She said, Mama, where is it coming from? I ain't applied for nothing else. I said, God said, you got another scholarship coming. Don't know when it's coming, but it's coming. So every day I say, thank you, God. For that scholarship that's coming to my baby. Thank you, God. I give you glory. I was doing a dance. God, I give you glory. She got another scholarship. Sitting at my desk one day in the Word, I get a call from UNC Chapel Hill. I'm like, what are they calling here for? They said, can I speak to Ariel Bryan? I said, I'm sorry she's not here, but this is her mother. They said, we've been trying to get up with her. We don't normally do this. But we're doing this on her behalf. She said, we're giving her $20,000. We'll take it. (laughs) Did not have to pay it back. Why did all of this happen? Because when you're in your word and you're spending time with the word, When it's time for you to use that word, it's coming out of you to speak it so the angels can carry it to UNC Chapel Hill, wherever they need to carry it, to touch somebody's heart on your behalf. And people get mad. Because when you tell your testimony, the devil gets mad to try to twist it. 
to try to make people think you think you better. No, I'm God's child and he loves me. I'm the apple of his eye and he told me everything that I have need of. He's already supplied and I'm calling it forth. And those angels are listening. So when I know their ears are open, I begin to decree and declare, Lord, you know what this house needs. And I thank you that you have already supplied it. When I was pregnant with Ariel, had no maternity clothes, didn't have money to buy the maternity clothes, but I knew God. And I knew God is always in charge and always listening. And I said, God, you know what I need before I ask. And God said, go ahead and begin to speak to these closets. And I decreed and declared over those closets, went back to church. And he said, this is one thing we got to understand. When you send the word, God's going to send it to the person to prepare their heart before you even get to the person. Now, check this. See, pride don't want you to ask nobody for nothing because you don't want people to know your situation. So when I would pray that word about the maternity clothes and say, I have more than enough, have more than what I need. I'm just decreeing and declaring. Now, then God dropped a bomb on me. He said, I want you to go ask this lady about her maternity clothes. Nope, ain't going to do it. So the longer I waited to not do what God told me to do, the more I'm missing what God wanted me to do. So I'm still speaking maternity clothes. God said, go ask her. I walked up to her and I said, do you have your maternity clothes? She said, oh, sure, you can have them. God had already prepared her heart. Through the word that I was speaking. You got to let go of pride. The Bible said you have not because you ask not. And then sometimes you ask to miss with the wrong motive. Sometimes God wants you to be humble in situations and ask. He already sent the angels to prepare it for you. But you just have to ask. I'm not just telling you this to tell you this. I'm telling you this because it works. And if you sit there and wait on you to do it, it ain't going to get done. If you sit there and wait on you to have more money to do this and that, you will never get it. But if you call those things that be not as though they were. God is going to touch somebody's heart for you and give you favor for what you're in the need of. My husband, and I didn't even tell him this, he was mowing somebody's lawn and he didn't do it intentionally. A rock or whatever hit this gentleman's truck. And when he told me how it made the dent in the truck and he videoed it, in my mind, only only thing I could see, money. But then all of a sudden, I just start walking the floor and I said, God, you give in favor. I said, you said we had favor with you and we had favor with man. So I'm believing that this is already taken care of because favor surrounds us like a shield. So he had to go, the man had to go get somebody to look at the truck. And I still spoke, God, I speak, he has favor. They gave my husband an estimate dealing with the truck. But in my spirit, I knew it wasn't over. So when my husband was telling me all this, I wasn't saying nothing because I knew what I had already sent out. Favor surrounds us like a shield. The body shop going to call my husband back and tell him we're going to reduce this bill. 
God knows what he's doing when you speak according to his word. So I'm not going outside of God because God's already done taken care of it. Why? Because the first thing I said, favor. He gave him favor with the body shop. See, some of us look at things differently, but I look at favor surrounds me like a shield. Everywhere I go, I have some favor because God knows. And let me tell you how good favor. Y'all, I'm going to tell you. We took daddy out yesterday for his birthday. And me, my sister, and my brothers, we went down there and we ate. Aunt Shirley was down there. It was so good. It was a nice gathering. And all of us down there, God is just so good. After everything was over, I think it was about 26 people down there. We was prepared to get our bills and stuff. God stepped up and my brother paid for everybody's food. I said, God, you're just so good. You do things so unexpectedly. And we're looking at my brother. I'm saying, you don't have to do that. He said, I can do that. Go right ahead. Thank you. Very much. So grateful. It had to be God for you to do it. See? God know what you need. And even I'm sure, I got this. No, I got money. Pay for it then. Thank you. You the man. See, God will take care of you. God will give you what you want. He'll use whomever he chooses to use to do it. But we have to use the word of God to get it done. Y'all, why am I saying all this? God's word is your foundation. He used the angels to carry his word, to hasten, to get the job done. Quit speaking contrary to the word. If the word is sent and you believe the word, the angels are at work. The angels are working on whomever heart to get what is needed for your house. So don't give up on the word. Don't give up on your loved ones. Don't give up on what you have been speaking. Always say, God, that ain't what you said. God, this is what you said. And it says in Psalms 34, 7, the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. That's a promise. So when something is happening in your life, speak the word. Speak only what the word is saying so these angels will come off a vacation. The angels are only around those who are heirs of salvation. Believers. Now the believers can speak on the behalf of others. For the children. For others. But God has given those angels charge over us. To keep us. To guard us in all of our ways. And remember that the devil comes as an angel of light. So everything that look good, that smell good, ain't good. So you have to be careful. That's why you have to have knowledge and understanding and wisdom when it comes to the things of God. Let us quit speaking contrary to the word of God. And let's hear and let's do and let the angels do what God has commissioned them to do. Amen? Amen. So we have ministering angels. I laid all that out to start with the foundation. 
you got to know how to answer people even when it comes to angels. And it's more on angels, warring angels, principalities. They have ranks. And we're not getting into all that. But in Clem, we're going to have to get into it because it's part of discipleship. I'm just giving you a little bit of what we're going through in Clem. We need this in order to be disciples. It is too many people coming up with ministries and have not been discipled. They are popping up everywhere. And people are following this nonsense and do not know God for themselves. You have to get to know him for yourself before you try to plant something that God has not planted. Everything that God has not planted will be uprooted. Know your benefits. Know what you have in him and start using what you have before you go to something else. Wait on the Lord. Again, I say, wait on the Lord and be of a good courage while you're waiting on the Lord because you have ministering angels quit talking contrary to the word of God speak only what God wants you to speak and that is it and quit trying to not speak because you're afraid something's going to happen you got protection and if you're speaking the word you are protected if I see something I'm going to say I bind you In the name of Jesus, you get up out of here. What you doing up in here? You don't belong up in here. God will open it up and allow you to see what's around you. He does that so you can speak his word so that angels can take care of that. That's why he said the battle is not yours. Listen, the battle is not yours. Stand still and see the salvation, the deliverance, the prosperity. Come on, stand still and see the salvation. Only thing you got to do is speak the word and stand still and say, get them, angels. Handle your business. That's what you do. Now speak the word and take off. (laughs) I'm playing. Speak the word and stand still and see God at work. Amen. Because God is always at work. We cannot give up on God because God has not given up on us. Amen. To God be the glory. Do we have any announcements or any visitors at this time that would like to stand before we go to our announcements? Thanks for watching Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, where miracles happen. You can join us each week on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern for church service and on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Bible study. For upcoming events, teachings, and ways to contact us and more, you can visit us on the web at www.mtdm.org. You can also give a donation by clicking the Donation tab. God bless you, and we will see you next week.